Welcome to the God in Business Podcast with Heather Dollar. Attention female entrepreneurs with a passion for the Lord and business. Your internet struggles of combining your two loves stops here. It's time to up-level your faith, believe bigger, and step into your next level of success. With a passion and a hunger to be used by the Lord, Heather Dollar offers a scripture-based approach to business and will guide you through improving your vision clarity, business clarity, success mindset, self-discipline, and belief. Don't let the pressures of the world hold you back from being who you're called to be. Here's your host, Heather Dollar. What's up? This is Heather Dollar. Welcome to the God in Business podcast. All right, so let's journey back for a moment because I want to share with you how this whole God in Business movement got started, okay? So let's go back for a minute to when I was a kid, okay? I remember how much fun it was to imagine up stories. And I don't know if anybody else did this, but I had this great gift from the Lord called an imagination. And I used to use it. Can you believe that? Um, Something we forget to do as we get older, right? But I loved putting myself in other people's shoes and pretending to be in the story. And so naturally, I decided to start writing books. I took my little construction paper pages. I wrote out the story. I drew out pictures to match. I stapled it together, gave it this awesome title, and voila, I had a book. So I was writing books as a child, and it was so much fun. I loved it. And I didn't realize it at the time, of course, but that was the defining moment of God birthing my entrepreneurial desires. How cool is that? And so for the rest of my life, I always wanted to write a book. And, but what really I wanted to do was I wanted to do something big. And so to my little child's mind, writing a book was something big. And so I always said, one day I'm going to write a book. And I went on being a kid, writing my little stories, journaling as I got into those, you know, awesome teen years of figuring out who the heck we are, right? (laughs) No telling what those poems said and what those um, journal entries were about. But, however, somehow in the middle of all that, I did get a poem published. So, you know, I kind of felt like I was making progress in one way or another. But even though that was happening throughout my life, every day I remember thinking, Lord, what is my special talent? I feel like there's not one thing that I'm really, really good at. And this thought carried over for years, um, honestly, well into my adulthood. And so over the years, the idea of writing a book seemed to get farther and farther away. You know, I mean, life happens, right? And we begin to forget those desires. And that's exactly what I did. I put it on a shelf. And so as I grew older, the reason I did that was because I began to doubt my writing abilities. I began to get overwhelmed at the process, right? I was trying to figure out how that could happen. And I didn't have money to make it happen. So it was like, how can I do this without money? And so I, you know, get all these books on self-publishing and yada, yada, yada. And so I came to the conclusion that the only way I could ever write a book and be a best-selling author was to have a lot of money. And I didn't have that. (laughs) So I set the dream on a shelf and I went on with my life. And 
So, you know, and so then I came to this pivotal moment in my life when I was somewhere around age 16. And I had a vision at church one day of me speaking on a stage to a room full of women. I was inspiring them. I was empowering them in the Lord. And I remember so vividly standing there with my eyes closed, tears running down my face, completely consumed with an overwhelming desire to be used by God at a greater capacity. I could literally feel the nervous excitement in my gut as if I were actually on the stage. I could feel the presence of the Lord in the room as if I were actually in it. I could see the hearts of the women in the crowd open up. It it was in the vision was like a blossoming flower, like how the, you know, like how it blossoms open and as the, you know, that that was happening in their hearts. So that was in the vision that was their hearts opening up as the Lord used me to reveal something to them. I don't know what that something was that wasn't evident in the vision, but I could feel the lights on the stage. I could feel the emotion of the room as the Lord did his thing in each and every woman in the room. And it was so powerful. And as I stood there, my eyes closed, you know, just the anointing of the Lord in the place, tears rolling down my face. I had never longed so strongly for something ever in my life. And I felt so alive in that moment, after that moment, felt so alive. And it's almost like the Lord gave me a glimpse of what was to come. That like, Heather, you have so much potential. And here's just a little glimpse of what I want to do in your life. But when I left the church that day, the reality sank in. And I had no idea how the heck that would ever happen or, you know, what I would be saying up on stage or even how to begin that process. And so once again, just like the book, I put the dream on a shelf and I went on with my life. And I just, you know, I tell myself that hopefully one day God would do it. And so fast forward many years and I started my first online business And I did really well, fairly quick. And to be completely honest, that level of income and achievement felt really good. It felt really good. I was proud of myself. Um, But (laughs) then I found myself thrown like a ton of bricks into the comparison trap. Yep. The good old comparison trap, which maybe you never struggled with. But I did. Like a ton of bricks. (laughs) And so I questioned... I everything why my next promotions were taking so long I questioned why that person was promoting so much quicker than me I questioned oh my gosh everything I could possibly question I questioned and I began analyzing everything and I just began to feel like the real me just wasn't good enough anymore and that I needed to have a certain online appeal that I needed to flaunt my money I needed to flaunt my success in order to get more And so I try, like I try making posts or doing a live video and it just didn't feel right. And I tried and I tried to push and shove and pep talk my way through these feelings. But honestly, I had no idea how to overcome it. I had no idea how to get out of this comparison trap. I didn't realize the drastic effect that it was having on my business 
and the effect that it was having on my heart. But I will tell you that I found I did not like the person that I had become. And it was at this point that I made the decision to increase my personal development. I mean, that had to be the answer, right? <laughs> and that, and, and then I made the decision that the only solution to reach the level of success that I desired was to simply work harder. And so that's what I did. I was like, personal development, work harder. You can do it, Heather. You just got to work harder. Like, that's the only reason you're not there. You got to work harder. You got to do more. You're just not doing enough. And that's how I was talking to myself. And that's how I was treating myself. And that's what I felt like the answer was. And here's the thing, though. The enemy set a trap and I fell right into it. I fell into the worldly pressure that hustling and temporary sacrifices were the only way to make it to the top. I had people telling me, just remember you're doing it for them. I had people telling me that if I didn't stay up until the wee hours of the morning, that I just didn't want it bad enough. And inside my chest, my heart began to fill up with guilt. Guilt that I wasn't giving up enough. Guilt that I was giving up too much of the things that mattered the most to me. My family, my time, my sleep, my health. But I was hustling, right? Like, that's what we do when we want something bad enough, right? Hustle. But nothing could have prepared me for what happened next. Bitterness. Wow. I just, I honestly, I was not prepared for that. But all of these things that have been going on, I'd been fighting them and trying to push through them and beating myself up about not doing enough, not, you know, not working hard enough, not being enough. And that created just this wall of bitterness. And I began to resent everyone and anyone contributing to this growing conflict in my heart, to this turmoil that was happening in my gut. And so that was going on on the inside. And on the outside, I was losing steam. I felt defeated. I felt overwhelmed. I felt drained. I felt lost. And I began to think, is success really worth this? And deep inside, I felt like God had a different version of success. And I remember crying out to the Lord one day, like out of like desperate frustration And having this epiphany moment that there has to be a better way, that there just has to be a better way. And so I did what every good entrepreneur does. (laughs) And I started dabbling and learning and searching just for some answers to make this easier um, for that better way. I spent thousands of dollars on coaches to help me get better at what I was doing or some method to hopefully make it easier or to help me fill in the missing piece that that was just, you know, the marketing strategy that I just didn't quite understand yet, right? And the more I dabbled, the more I searched, the more I tried, the more I hastily invested, honestly, the farther I seemed to get, um, that the deeper this hole got in, in, you know, in my spirit and something was off. Something just felt really off. I wasn't in, I didn't have peace. Um, you know, I felt like I was living in chaos. Like I was flying through a meteor shower, just trying to get to the calm, peaceful stars on the other side. And so finally I gave up. I went to the Lord 
and I gave up and I lay down on the floor, just broken inside, just a hot mess on the outside, (laughs) ugly crying at its finest, you guys. And I just, I yelled out my apologies to the Lord. And I don't know if you ever yell to the Lord, but like, I have a very real relationship with the Lord because that's what he desires of us. And I, I mean, I yell at him when I'm angry. I show him my anger when I'm frustrated. I show that frustration and we talk about it like he's my BFF sitting here in my car. Okay. So I'm yelling out my apologies. I'm yelling out my frustrations and I'm confronting all of my bitterness just right here on the floor in my office, just me and the Lord. And at the, you know, but at the end of this session (laughs) of me and the Lord, all that was left was just little old me spread out on the floor, broken enough to finally give him all of my success. And for the first time ever in my life, I said, here I am, Lord, use me. And I meant it. In the midst of my brokenness that day, the Lord birthed something so beautiful. He birthed humility and a greater desire for him than anything else. He woke up desires in me that I have forgotten. He corrected my version of putting God first. He separated me from the enemy's lies and he showed me his version of success. And I tell you this today because everything changed from that moment forward. And I don't say that lightly. It was hard. I had to give up some things that were really difficult to let go of. But as I gave the Lord more of me, he gave me more of him. And he had to show me things that I'd been doing wrong. He had to change my heart. He had to change my thinking, change my mindset. But this was the first step of him opening my eyes to see that I had more potential than I was settling for. That he truly had called me to something greater, but I was putting limits on him and I was blocking my success. And so during that time that I was lying on the floor, broken before him, desperate for a change, desperate for answers, I remember asking out in frustration this specific question. I was like, why do I keep making dream boards and setting goals just to fall short over and over again? And I asked him to show me what I was doing wrong. Because, of course, I blame myself for everything. I'm very hard on myself, right? I'm like, it's got to be me. <laughs> show me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> and, um, you know, and he didn't matter. It, it, it didn't matter to him. He saw my heart. And so he did. He did show me. He led me to, you know, whatever. Like, I don't even know. Like, a random YouTube video, a random freebie, opt-in, a book, a podcast. But most importantly, scriptures all about vision and success. And I began to see powerful principles from the word of God that were missing from my business, leaving me in that place of defeat, leaving me in that place of chaos, that meteor shower that I was desperately, so desperately trying to get out of. And as I studied the scripture and I learned about vision and committed to getting focused on fulfilling my calling, Oh my goodness, the dots began to connect and it was, oh my gosh, such an amazing feeling. And so I finally started to become the person that God created me to be. And I finally began to step into what he created me to do. And those dreams that I put away on the shelf, I dusted them off and I put them on a vision board. And as I began to understand my potential 
and what God truly wanted from me as a Christian business owner. Oh, I can't even tell you, but all I can say is just like, what joy, what peace, like finally. And I begin to just overflow with motivation and passion. And no longer was I just wanting to make money from home. I was doing it so God could use me at my fullest potential to make a far greater impact and a far greater influence in the world than I could have ever made trying to help him along. I understood the core desires that he had placed inside me and that everything I was building was for that why. And for the first time in my business building years, I had a big enough why to propel me forward for a lifetime. A why that would survive any obstacle. And I was so on fire. I was on fire for the Lord still to this day. Just on fire for the Lord and on fire for this calling, this passion that he's put inside me. And it's just, and it's so fun to think about it. Of And it actually brings me to tears of thinking about how now I have a why that will affect my legacy. That will set a godly example for my children and allow God to do more in me through me and into my children than he could have ever done with me just wanting to make money from home. And, you know, it was the vision work that gave me my why and showed me that what seemed to make the most sense on paper was just that. It's what made sense on paper. I wasn't looking deep enough. I wasn't letting God do his thing. And it was just what felt comfortable, right? And in the comfortable lies a lack of motivation, limited passion, chaos, And honestly, no matter how hard you try to make it work, it won't. Or, you know, pride comes before the fall, right? Like you, you'll get there a little bit and then you'll fall. And I just, I just had no idea how much clarity vision work would bring. And so since that defining moment of shifting my focus and clarity from my vision, I began running my business based off scripture. And so today I have a confidence in my business that I never had before Today, I'm building a thriving, successful business and approaching the greatest income I've ever had by using the power of vision, the Proverbs 13, 4 principle, and strategies from the word of God, you guys. And I get to enjoy a much more freedom-based life and a much, much better version of success. Praise God. And this, my loves, was the foundation of the God and Business Movement. And so hopefully this is a breath of fresh air to you amongst the worldly pressures and enemies' lies of how profitable business should be achieved. I really hope that that's what this is for you. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.